Welcome to the Determined Mom Show, the only marketing podcast dedicated to guiding mom CEOs into tranquility, wealth, and multiplying those precious moments. Welcome to this episode of the Determined Mom Show. I have a very special guest, Jenny Lyon Rainbow Anderson, and she is here to talk to us about how conscious parenting starts with deep inner work on yourself. So welcome, Jenny. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah. Hello. Thank you for having me on the show. Uh, I'm Jenny Lyon and I live in the UK. I'm originally from Sweden and I came to the UK in 1998. I have been on the spiritual journey since I was 15. So always been interested in this. And obviously now I work for the past 20 years, I've been working as a mentor, a healer and a coach doing the spiritual work and the deep inner work with people, uh, usually women. So I, I help women become like impactful leaders through deep inner work by, by really helping them unlock their fullest potential. But I am also a mom, mom, <laughs> or mom that you say in, in, in the Yeah, I'm we say mom, mom, you say mom. mom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and yeah, you know, this work that I do, I have a lot of clients and I work with them and their children because I don't announce that I work with children, but when they come to me, then if they have children and if there's an issue, we also work on that. So it always starts with the parent, really, if there's an issue. Um, so I, I find this work, it's incredibly rewarding and really liberating and, and you know, very um, unlocking for the parent and the family unit. It's, it's incredible. So, yeah, very exciting. So That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you for being here. And I wish uh, we could go back like 30 years and you could do that to my mom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Undo, undo all the things that happened. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like undo all of the stuff. And then like, now we can see what happens now, you yeah. know, like what would my life be like? But um, I'm totally, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have a plan to work with you in the future, but I'm literally just starting you know, my journey and clearing my energy blocks and things. And I am part of your membership. So I love that part and I am loving it so far. So if you're looking for a way to get started in that, Jenny has an awesome membership. No, I'm really, I really love the membership and the people really love it as well. So it's a good way to get started. Yeah, it is. It really is. Let's talk about this. What is conscious parenting first? And then we can kind of move into that work can help us to get there. I really do believe that the children, they do trigger our biggest wounds. And we may not see that when it actually happens because we are like stressed or we feel angry about something else or they're pushing our boundaries and they are, you know, all these things. It's kind of, I think most parents actually know, oh yes, the children are there to teach us something, but we don't really understand what it is always. Conscious parenting, for me anyway, means that I am able to go back and reflect on what happened if there is an issue with the children and then go back to myself and see what it is in me. It triggers that is not healed or that has like bringing up some memories about something, you know, and then when I figure that out, go and address that. By addressing it, what will you do after you're like, okay, it's like, you know, the first step in AA is acknowledging that you have a problem, right? (laughs) 
figured out what the problem is. And then what is that next step? So addressing for me, sometimes bringing awareness to it and then go, okay, I can see that now. Why? It's probably because I am stressed right now because I had very little sleep this week. So then I don't really need to heal that. I just need to make sure I sleep better. Uh, For example, okay, so I think children always push boundaries anyway. You know, they do because they're checking how far they can go. But for me, certainly it's like I'm an empath and I've had to really learn to put boundaries in place, not just with the children, but also clients and, you know, in my life and parent, my parents. So um, cause I'm this empath. <laughs> yeah. So like, you know, so, so that is always a big lesson. So I, I always think, okay, so how can I then increase that boundary without being like mean or something? You know, I just want to, they, you know, you still love when you put boundaries down. Now, if there's another issue, for example, if there could be some trauma, so, so then I just have to practice the boundary. In the beginning, when I was a parent, I was like, okay, I felt it's quite hard to be present and really enjoy like the parenting side of things and really like engage in games and things I had to start healing that and what what I realized was that because my my mother worked full time and my dad was wasn't really present although when I did see him he was present so it was fine I was on my own a lot I didn't really have any adult to stimulate me or anything like this I was in care all the time so I realized that obviously my inability to really really engage with the children on a really deeper level was because I was never engaged with in on that level so then I've had to go back and go okay so how can I do this make it fun for me as well because I I don't like doing things that I don't really like doing so yeah (laughs) so it's like well mm, we can do Lego but I don't like things so then I direct the game with the children so that I do something that I also enjoy because I think that's important you know as parents we shouldn't feel guilty if we're not liking a specific game because it's just kind of like you don't like it it's not not. so then really so I I suppose healing so healing my own past trauma so I've I, I I am a healer and I've had a lot of work and deep inner work with the I suppose abandonment really isn't it if, yeah although I wasn't abandoned that is the feeling of abandonment right. when you when just, your parents are not there so so then I've done a lot of healing on that and now it's fine like I, I don't you know I don't feel like I, I can't engage I, I feel very engaged on the level of where it's interesting to me and then I also keep clear with the children that these things are not so much fun for me but we can do this instead so that is fine like it's not a problem yeah. But so what I mean there is that there's different levels of triggers in you as a parent that also can make you feel quite guilty if you don't feel so engaged or doesn't feel so stimulated because someone or society or some parent blog said that you should play with the children all the time. I don't know. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, gosh, I'm not, I'm not enough. But you're always enough. That's another thing. So all parents I speak to is like you're always enough. And you always have to be you as well. So all my clients, I encourage them to uh, not share their work maybe with the children, but really let the children know what they do and what they, what the parents love doing that so that they're not just parents. They're also a, maybe a coach or a healer or a creative or something else. And then involve the children in that if they're interested really important to show the children that you also are another person than the, the parent and it's exciting isn't it because then they learn more about who you are yeah uh, I love that yeah so it's just involving them in your life instead of being led by their command really it's the other way around <laughs> oh my goodness if I was led by my kids command like I would just sit there and like play video games and 
and LOLs and everything all day long. And I'm like, I can't do that. No. So we instituted what we call mommy time, which is like each kid gets like 10 minutes by themselves every day. I want to go back to two different things, two different points. One is I really have been doing a lot of work on boundaries and living 3000 miles away from my family for six years really helped with that. But Mm -hmm. I really feel like those boundaries that you put in place are a way to show other people that you love yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. It's all about self-love. Yeah. It's all about self-love anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can't do everything to please everyone. That's I've I've just learned that by the way, in the last year, you can't. And then the other thing is you, you were talking about like being at home alone all the time and like, you know, or being in daycare. And I think that's literally like the issue of our generation is those like abandonment issues because we were all like latchkey kids. I I mean, I grew up here in the U S and we had that same thing where we were latchkey kids and almost all of my friends were, there was like one or two that had the mom that stayed at home. But in the eighties, it's, that's what was happening, you know? So I think that's probably one of the biggest things that our entire generation has to heal is fending for yourself from a very young age. Kind of. I think it has to be a combination, you know, the stability of the parents at home, whether they are engaged with you all the time, they, they wouldn't be. The presence is really grounding, you know, for the children. So this whole whole working at home business, I think is brilliant because then you have to find really good boundaries from working from home. But once you've got that sorted out, yeah, once you've got that sorted out, then you can really say to yourself, okay, well, working from home is actually not a bad thing. As soon as you work from home and you have the children close and you can just come out of the you know room when you finish, you, your presence is there. You're still there. I think it makes a huge difference. I think in the lockdown actually is, is, Obviously, you need to find that boundary, you know, so that they don't uh, they know when you're working and stuff. But it's it's I think it's a good thing, you know, have the you're there, you're more present, you know, you're not away from the home or you're more you're just more present. Um, yeah. I think it's a good thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely think so. I know my kids are desperate to go back to school because <laughs> they want like interaction with other kids they are tired of us, probably. But I really love just being able to be here. And like even when they are in school, you know, just being able to pick them up if they're sick, being able to attend school functions, you know, pre-COVID it was still a huge deal for me to be able to work from home. And I'm sure you as well, because when you have young children, you have to have that flexibility. And there wasn't really a a fine balance before, I don't think. It was almost like you either work from home with very limited resources or you just don't work and you stay at home. Many mums still do this in the UK where the dad works and then the mum is at home. Mm -hmm. It's quite common, actually. And they might do a little job. But since COVID, so many of the mums there have got really sort of either great jobs or their business and they work from home and they can do all of it now. And it's like, wow, I think it's a good thing. I've seen COVID as a blessing and and it's also brought the world and made it a lot smaller because people that weren't online before working are now online working. So it's broadened everyone's horizons and, and brought a lot of people together. You know, it's just so cool. Yeah. So no, so that's, it's amazing. I think we're in a very specific time. (laughs) None that we would ever have imagined (laughs) clearing the blocks. So we're acknowledging Acknowledging kind of like when when our child triggers us, why is this triggering me? Does it bring up any specific feelings or specific thoughts or specific memories? Mm -hmm. And then after acknowledging and figuring out what that memory, thought, or feeling is, 
then kind of working through that and releasing that and realizing like, oh, this is because of this and, you know, just clearing that out. Is that really the process that we need to go through? Exactly. I would say any conscious parenting books are great. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll read Shif- Dr. Shivali. She's very good with the conscious parenting. She's very spiritual and I love reading her books. I think reading books and then acknowledging, I don't really recommend like therapy I, I recommend healing instead because it's much more effective and quicker some people prefer maybe counseling and things but I don't, I don't work with that if there is a subconscious belief or a, a trauma that is suppressed or something inside that you feel is there and you just know it's from the childhood I recommend then to have some work with somebody to release it. Obviously, coaching can can also help to uncover old subconscious things that are blocking you from moving forward as a parent. I believe the self-love element is like huge because you can only give from a full cup. When you do that and you show your children that you honor and love yourself, they will do the same when they become parents. If they see an overworked mum who's stressed never takes care of herself, maybe comforts, eats, not meaning that anyone's overweight, but just kind of like to see these patterns of stress and tiredness, then they think that's what the norm is, you know. If the parent is like, no, it's mom time, I'm going to have my massage, I'm going to go and do these things, and you feel good when you see your children, it's like much a lighter environment for them to be in. So they 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 will you know they will think this is good they this normal they just they learn what they see don't they, they yes they, they just, do yeah you know they just copy behavior yeah um, and and language too <laughs> and language of course copy language and behavior so yeah I think it's really important to take care of yourself as a mom there is also another book that I really like the five languages of love and the five languages are touch, spending quality time, words of affirmation, acts of service and gift. Okay. So, so for my daughter, for example, it's it's the time, quality time. If I never gave her a gift apart from, from Christmas and birthday, she doesn't really care. She just wants to spend time with me. That is her one main language. Yeah. And apparently up to they about sort of, I think maybe nine or eight, nine or something, all of the, <laughs> they need all of those five things more. Yeah. And then as they get more into like an adult, like an adult, a little bit older, they will then become more refined in their love language. That's interesting. So they kind of need all of them, of course. They need touch and say that you love them. And But as an adult, actually, as a family unit, it's really interesting because mine is acts of service so if my husband doesn't take the bins out I get really annoyed if he doesn't um give me a gift I'm not bothered like I really I mean yeah it's nice to get a gift on Mother's Day and it's nice to get a gift on those type of times but um yeah so that really works and his is touch Mm-hmm. So if I massage his feet, he's like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, he's yeah. like, oh, I feel so loved. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so it really works for family. Yeah, yeah family for harmony. If yeah. you find out who all of you are, that really I works. Love, I kind yeah. of already know, like, without even reading it, like, just from those five things that you said, yeah. like, I already kind of have an idea of, yeah, yeah, yeah It's easy to implement. So if people are listening to this and think, oh, where do I start? Okay, we'll just go and do a test and start checking this out and see how that works. And 
if you spend more time with your that specific daughter that you're having problems with at the moment, maybe it will just resolve by just spending more time with her. Naturally, it just resolves itself. That's a great tip. Because sometimes the simple things, so I know that for her. So as soon as she, she's gritty, I'm like, hmm, do you want to go on a bike or do you want to be with me? And she's like, yes. She's very, very conscious and very emotionally mature. She's only 12, but yeah. she, she, knows, she knows what she needs. Yeah. So. Oh, that's awesome. And having a parent like you that it, that has that experience and helps foster that helps a lot, I'm sure. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. She's got yeah. really strong boundaries as well. I'm yeah. Teaching that that's great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Do you have anything else that you would like to share with the audience about conscious parenting? Encourage your children's intuitive gift. Of course, if you as a parent feel intuitive and you're into the spiritual things, I encourage you to encourage that for the children as well. Mm-hmm. Because really, we are we are spiritual beings having a human experience, not the other way around. So I think children are often very open and then when they get closed down, they lose the mojo, not to lose the mojo, but they lose who they are a little bit and then they feel lost. But if they connected to their, to their higher power, because they are when they're very, then they feel more guided by this and then they can actually make more wise decisions in life. Love mm. it. You're full of wisdom. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about, you have a book that you have. Warrior Women with Angel Wings, which I yeah. wrote. I've co-written with some other ladies. Mm-hmm. It's the silver lining. Yeah. And the other thing that I want to talk about is because I have personally experienced it. How can people work with you? And what what kind of things do you offer for people that are ready to take that next step and clear out their energy and start clearing the blocks? When I work with people, if they wanted to work one-on-one with me, I always allow them to have a session. So we check everything out. I let them fill in all the forms and, you know, it's like an assessment basically. And then we do one session. And then after that, we decide on some sort of program. So it'd be either we do six sessions or we do 12 sessions, normally six or 12, because I try to keep it simple and then work with that. And then often then because they because they're doing that, they also get access to the Ascension Clearing Kit, which is actually inside the membership that you are a member of. And I give them that they have access to that for life. Often they actually just join the membership anyway, because they think, oh, well, I'm having all these treatments and sessions. I might as well learn about the other things in the membership, because there's also videos there about soul business and entrepreneurship being being in that space. And the clearings and, me- and meditations and everything. <laughs> it's like yeah. loads. There is um, so much in there. Yeah. So that, that's what they normally do. I do have a business program, but it depends on what, you know, wh- how they come in, what, what they need. Often what happens is they go into the business program, they realize they need to they need to clear on the deeper levels and then they do some work with me and then they carry on with the business at the same mm-hmm. time or yeah, or the other way around as well. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they is come it- with a box and they go, hmm, I need energetic. Uh, you know, marketing and energetic business help here. So I'm going to do that now. So, yeah. I'm kind of curious. Do you feel like it's better to come in on the personal end? Just, you know, like start working on your personal stuff first before you start working on that business side? You know, it depends on how much you've done before. If you've done very little, and that's not, no judgment on that or anything. It's just like people just haven't started yet. If you feel that you have some blocks and they could be then trauma and childhood stuff and other things that you just think, you know, this is just ridiculous now. 
then obviously I'd say, yes, do the personal, start with the personal journey first. Often what happens, a lot of my clients, they come in, they sometimes they come from an ex-corporate environment or they come from a, a different environment, but they, they're having a, a, a spiritual awakening. So they are thinking, oh, I, I feel like I need this. You know, I need light body activations. I do those and divine healing and need this deep coaching. So they do that. And then as they start that journey, because they're opening up more to their higher self and to their divine power, as I call it, or divine guidance, then they get so much guidance from their soul, really. And what could potentially happen is that they then start channeling their business. They channel everything they're supposed to be doing. They connect deeper with their purpose. They become really um, sort of confident in what they're going to do because they feel so certain it's like it builds this certainty and then they go off and take action and because of the blot being cleared they also feel less in procrastination because they just feel not blocked so they will just go and do it off they go yeah (laughs) creating all these amazing things the the results really is in very simple words unlocking your absolute fullest potential I love so, it. I love it. I mean, I watch them and I'm like, oh my God, this is yeah. so good. Like they are yeah. so lying, you know. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm totally starting. We just had a conversation before we yeah. started recording and I've only done one of the energy clearings. And so I was asking questions yeah, about just it. Just but... do them for now. And then, you know, I had one lady in there and she joined the membership at the entry, like last year when I started, uh, October, I think September, October. And she is so committed to the clearings in there and everything else that's in there. She comes on every group coaching. She comes on every live meditation. I mean, honestly, she has, she now has started her online business. She's making a lot of money, like from, and this is just from doing this with me because she had nothing. She couldn't invest $10,000. So she had, she did what she could with what she had. And she is like doing this. I'm I'm just amazed. But she's very committed then to everything that's in there. If if somebody is committed and they do it, they can just transform a lot from simply just doing the things in there. Yeah, so, doing the work. It's it is yeah, work, right, exactly. but, but it's not like heavy lifting. It's like inner work, right? Yeah, it's inner work. And you know, obviously, she does. She follows everything in my Facebook group as well. And she just, you know, she responds and she goes back and do her journaling. She's just really committed. And she knows she hasn't got, she's making money now. So she has spent a little bit more with me. And I'm not even worried about that. I'm more like excited for her that she's doing everything so well. So yeah, it really is possible if somebody is curious and thinks, yeah, I can, you know, I, I want to start and then get started that way. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us. All of it. Well, I'm sure we only got like a drop in the bucket of what your infinite wisdom is, but I love it. And where is the best place for people to connect with you online? My website is jennylion.love. So exactly how I'm spelt, uh, the name that you spell, spell my name, jennylion.love. And then I have my Facebook group, I, like I am on Instagram and all the other places, but really my Facebook group is, so it's facebook.com groups slash Jenny Lyon. Okay, uh, that's where I hang out most of the time. Okay. So and we'll put can, all those links in the show notes as well. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here and I truly appreciate it. And I am very excited to see and hear the feedback from the guests and hopefully they will be clearing their energy blocks for your membership as well. There is a free bioenergy clearing 
And that one, they can just try for free. It's one clearing and a couple of masterclasses. They can get into it. And then from there on, they could join membership if they wanted to do more. Awesome. This episode of the Determined Mom Show is brought to you by the Google My Business Optimization Workbook. In this workbook, you will learn how to optimize your own Google My Business listing to increase your calls, website visits, and your revenue. TDM Marketing has perfected the art of ranking small businesses on Google using only Google My Business listings over the past four years. We've helped hundreds of businesses get into the top three and the local pack. This workbook contains every step of our optimization process. We take a holistic approach and evaluate your ideal clients and service areas. This workbook will walk you step-by-step through our exact optimization formula. This formula has helped hundreds of business owners to increase their revenue, brand awareness, and local and national service areas. Your ability to rank on Google is based on so many SEO factors on your website. With Google My Business optimization and management, you can take a much quicker route to get in front of your ideal, ready-to-buy customers without paying thousands for search engine optimization. You can grab your Google My Business optimization workbook at tdm-marketing.com.